When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. The Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Nate Kavanagh. And I'm Gerald Farley. And this is Agony Rant. I changed things up, I'm sorry. That was pretty good, Nate. Yeah. Pretty good. And you see what happened there? You were doing your I did, I saw it. I was like, I spilled my water. We were almost It kind of threw me a little bit. I thought you, you kept it together very nicely. You're an improviser in your heart, Nate. You see? My See? goodness, how are you this Improv. week, my love? Well, I'm I'm okay actually this week. I'm kind of you know very very zen, very uh, ready. Always me. Yeah, very zen, very nice. So it's been a nice. You're week. always a bit. You're you're always very relaxed. Nothing yeah. phases you. Well, I wouldn't say that, but you just don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the people that live like around where you park your car have so <laughs> seen you get into your car and punch the steering wheel. <laughs> You know the way you see That's and, an all, all visual and no sound. You know when yeah. somebody's going mental in the car. No, no. Actually, you know, I I am in general quite zen. Very much about not really stressing myself out if I can help it. But I do. <laughs> but I do have stress. I mean, everybody has stress. Of course life. they do. I was thinking of going to it's the world hurt. we live in. You know, someone because my neck is doing a funny cracking thing lately. Neve, I was thinking of going to get a massage. And you know me in massages. Oh, I think you should. I, I have to be very hard up now before I go Come in there for a massage. On. I am because my, my neck, uh, I've got some sort of creak in my neck now. Can you hear it cracking? Mine is cracking. Yeah. Oh my God, do we have the same thing? What the hell is going on? And we're like twins. Agony rantalitis or something. I don't know. It's funny. It's just kind of started to happen. And I, I turned around to speak to someone and I went, and I went, Something is very wrong in my life. That has never happened before. I'm sure they said, please, God, tell me that was your bowel and not your neck. <laughs> I, I, have to get, I have to go now and get sorted because I'm, st- I'm back in the gym now, Neve. It has to happen. Enough is enough. Oh, God. I, I, when I went to Edinburgh, right, I lived on pies. Like, <laughs> genuinely. I was doing great for like three days. I was having salads. I was three having days? fresh fruit in the morning. Yeah, oh, I was... <laughs> Neve. Immaculate was what, 25,000 steps a day? Well, of course you were. I was, I was, I was an advertisement for Joe Wicks. Yeah. Like, I was, I was brilliant. And well, then, every time I saw you on the Insta, you're meeting such and such for lunch and meeting such and such for lunch. Oh, yeah, but I was just, I was just doing, you know, what people do when they're being really tedious and talking about the diet I was on and then, like, 
oh. swirling the lettuce leaves around a plate and then, you know, and looking dessert. at them, <laughs> looking at them with their um, with their with their fancy burgers and whatnots. And then, right. What happened? They told me about this place on Leith Walk. OK. Called Stories. It's called Stories. It's a bakery. Oh. And it stays open all night, like a 24 hour bakery. Now, that's the sort of thing you need. A 24 hour bakery. Which means, and which means... Like every few hours is probably a new batch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's oh. batches. Yeah, you can go in there and have a fresh cream cake at two o'clock in the morning. It's exactly what you need. Oh. So, but also... Exactly what, they do what you don't need. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what I wouldn't need. And they do these pies, right? Mm-hmm. And they were like, you know, like the, the meat pies like that were in Sweeney Child. You know, like the, like the big... <laughs> well, I mean, they were full of them. humans. But <laughs> like... Well, people in the... <laughs> but they had... Um, like they were the the proper like big thick sides oh and then the gosh. thing on top and they had ones that were chicken curry were they like suet pastry uh, no uh, yeah it was thick yeah sort of proper pastry. Yeah, yeah it was proper mm. pastry mm. but in it they had um, I never even thought there could be suet in the pastry there probably was that's probably what it was but they were ha- they had like <laughs> chicken curry but it was like chicken curry and it would have rice as well and it was oh. in the pie oh dear oh good god it was amazing and they also had chili con carne. Fabulous. Again, rice in it. In the pie. Delicious in the pie. They also had a lasagna pie. No. Which I have to say I heartily recommend. Really? Oh, Nave. Lasagna with pastry around. Yeah. That sounds weird. A show, couple of gin and tonics, I, a lasagna pie at two o'clock listen, in the morning. We all know, especially because you kind of kind of a funny l- slot. Like, was it 20 past 10? <laughs> Beg your pardon. <laughs> I mean, the time slot, right? It's 20 oh, past right, 10. Yeah. 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 <laughs> This is like the whole sex line thing again, isn't it? Uh, 20 past 10, we think we know each other. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to ring you sometime and go, hi, big boy. But hi, I'm, big boy. Yeah, what to be fair. <laughs> anyway. I'm like, Maeve, <laughs> <laughs> have you been drinking? So 20 Maybe bring somebody else. <laughs> but you, you know when you gig at that funny time of the night? And so you don't really eat that much coming up to it. Yeah, you're on a different, your, your body's yeah. on a different clock. And then, so the first thing when you come out and you're buzzing from whatever you're doing and all that, and the first thing you want. Is the, food. Actually, the worst thing that can happen to you is to have a pie shepherd. And do you know what I was doing? I, I, I had fresh fruit. I liked loads of fresh fruit in the Did apartment. You? And I had, um, oh, yeah. I had like beans. Did you have the fresh like fruit all, by the time you left? Was it still there? Oh, I left it. Yeah, they left the. <laughs> they have a whole fruit basket there to, <laughs> to get through. I saw a brilliant thing on on uh, sorry on Instagram the other day, where this woman says, you know, she says basically, I brought my apple out for its daily trip out every day, so she took it out of her lunchbox <laughs> and put it back in the fridge. <laughs> the daily, that, the daily that's apple. That's what it was trip. like, though. I, yeah. I, like I was, I had every intention of eating well, and I ate like an animal. So now, right? Oh, it's all business now. All business now. All bu- no, no, more, no more pies. No more pies. No more and lasagna pies. If you bring pies. up the brownie that we both had before, <laughs> we're just going to leave that there. This, you would be an absolute terrible. No, friend. but there's fruit on that. There was raspberries. You're dead right. <laughs> but that was a celebration brownie. It was. That was. We're back. We're back. Season two. That was a season two. A brownie. season that was, two brownie. That was a work obligated brownie. It was. I had no choice in the matter. Jim, does that mean you're like going in shaping and all those? No, like, I haven't gone yet. Oh, I yeah. have, uh, no, I haven't gone yet. <laughs> So when you say you're back in the gym, does that mean you're in the vicinity of the gym? The intent. The intent is (laughs) there. But the intent is there like never before. Like, it's it's a whole new chapter. Whole new me. You know the way we talked about at the beginning of the year we were going to do great things? I mean, how's the sewing class coming? Maeve. (laughs) But anyway. I'm going to... This is September. Right, and we've done... So there's bound to be a sewing class. There's bound to be... Oh, oh, there'll be loads of them. I do a 10-week sewing class. I so want a bit of sewing. A dressmaking. 
Yeah. Oh, you know, that's very advanced. I was, well, no, I just, I was thinking like, I'd, I'd love to be able to take up my curtains. That's not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> my curtains are genuinely too long. It's actually embarrassing. They I'm keep catching the hoover. Surely. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, what, what what kind of fabric? Oh, no, no, let's see. We'll have that conversation know. after. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not sure, but they, they, ca- they catch in the hoover. Oh, there's nothing worse. I know, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but Boots might be upset if you do it. Yeah, now she's had a good go. Here, I, have, I do have a question I meant to ask you last week. Did Boots greet you with open arms when you came home? Um, When I came home, she did, actually. And she doesn't normally do that. Now, she got very annoyed at me when I was FaceTiming her. Oh, right. She didn't like that. No, she got, she, like, she just kept staring at the camera really angry. And then a couple of times she was just going, at, like, what the, where are yeah, you? she was really annoyed. Yeah. And you? then what she was starting to do was when I'd FaceTime, she'd go for my other half. Oh, okay. So she'd like start slapping them and, oh. you know, so. Like, come home, look what I'm doing to him. Look, <laughs> you <laughs> you come home come and home. fix this. You need to come home. I have to say. Um, so she was happy when you came home. Yeah, she was. And I have to say more than anything, I really felt it this time. The distance. Yeah. Boots doesn't understand. She's yeah. like, why has he gone away? Yeah, I know. It's she a long really time. my son, Moon, and stars. It is a long time. I know. Actually, sometimes I'd come home and the dog was the only one who noticed I was home. Oh, or even away. <laughs> I love my family. I do. And they love me. I know they do. They just don't always notice me. Ah, <laughs> Niamh. That's heartbreaking. It's not even true. No, it is And you're true. very loud in the house, I'd imagine. <laughs> Actually, I'm not sure that I am. No, I'd say you are. Why? Because you've got a big voice. I know, but I don't always use it at home. I use it out. So when you go home, sometimes oh, you're you're much... shrinking violet at home? No. No, I'm never no. shrinking violet. No. <laughs> That's not a thing. I can't imagine. That's not a I, thing. No, I would imagine now I'm that the I'm just sometimes very quiet. Sometimes I'm very quiet. I don't I, believe that for a second. <laughs> it does I happen. genuinely don't. It does happen. Even if, your laugh. <laughs> if I'm among people, I chat and I'll chitter away. But I think if you look at it, if you're out and about all the time talking and you do this, right? Do you go home and talk all the time? Um, No. Yeah. I'm not. I'm, I'm quite a quiet person at home. Yeah, I think I am the same. Believe it or not, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I shout at them if they're not doing what they need to be doing, or I might shout them if their dinner's ready. But I actually can exist without speaking to other people in but, my family. But <laughs> I think this is the difference, though. I think that if somebody needs to talk, you're willing to talk always. Whereas I'm just like I'm having quiet time. Move along. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> At the moment, because it's the beginning of September and everybody's going back to school and everything. I mean, it's different for me this year. There's no school going back or any of that. It's not been like that for a couple of years for me. The funny thing about this at the moment is everybody's looking for cheats and hacks and advice and, you know, these kind of things. So everybody seems to be starting new things and all that sort of stuff, just like you in the gym. I mean, do you find that? Well, no, I've been in the gym for a long time. (laughs) Yeah. But you're not you're not actually in the gym. Just restart. <laughs> I've been paying for gym. a gym for quite a while, but now <laughs> things are going to change. This yeah, I think that September is that time. Like that was the thing that surprised me when I went away. It's for the that autumn's last January, isn't it? Yeah, you come back and it's a autumn's January. Yeah, it's like the summer Neve, is over. Thank you. That's beautiful. I'm sure there's a poem called Autumn's January. Well, there will be there? now. There will that's be, of course, sure. there will. In honor of this episode is all about advice. Yes, because uh, we well, like it, it's very interesting what. Out. <laughs> it's very interesting when you forget how to host a podcast 
<laughs> after just two weeks off. Um, like this episode's all about advice, right? Right. Um, specifically, the best advice we were ever given. Yeah. And I have to really think about this. Yeah, me too. I think the best advice I've ever been given was by my Granny Farrelly, right? Okay. Uh, I'm already in love. Granny and Farrelly. Gra- Granny Farrelly, yeah. Farrelly. I can't even say it. <laughs> Granny, Granny Farrelly. Yeah, she was always, my. she was very glam, my Granny. Oh, was she? Yeah, she was. She was, yeah. She always said the hair did. I'll guarantee you, no grandchildren of mine will ever say that about me. <laughs> Because they'll only ever see. Of course they will. No, no, obviously, when they see pictures of me on the thing and I'm doing my good stuff. But by the time I have grandchildren, I'll be basically walking dogs for a living (laughs) because that'll be it. I will not be doing anything else. You know, no, but they'll have that room full of sequins and shoes. That room does not exist. The stuff is there, but I don't. Ah, Neve. No, you are glam. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> but my, but maybe not as glam as my granny. No, Farley. probably not. No, she was quite, she was a bit of a... Did she have like, did she go to the hairdressers twice a week? Oh, she got a set. <gasps> oh yeah, she always has a set. A set. Yeah, she looked great. She, always, she used to wear like the, you know the scarf that you'd tie under her chin? No. She did, yeah. She oh, wearing I'm in and love. And also she, when she used to put her lipstick on, she put it on the inside of her. Oh. You know, like it wasn't the front, it was on the... Like, was it proper red or pink? No, it was always pink. Yeah, yeah pink, pink was big lipstick. for a while. Lipstick, yeah. Yeah, she always looked great. So what did she? Uh, what advice did she give you? Don't make money your god. So what, did that, I take it? I, I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. I, I mean, you're always talking about money. I don't know. What <laughs> I, I, I have my eye on it. <laughs> I, I keep my eye on money. Like, cause I do think you have to. Well, but yeah. I, I definitely think that it was good advice in that if you were, if I was going to focus on money, I would never would have left my job. Yeah. No. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, actually, weirdly, it's not unlike my tenet that I live by. Go on. Which is, is feed the family, feed the soul. That's a great one. I love it. That's how I live my life all the time. I make decisions based on, you know, of course you have to feed the family. I don't believe in I mean, starving for your Oh, my God. Listen, I'll meet you afterwards. Right. No, feed your family, feed the soul. It's important that you feed the family because nobody can feed your soul properly if you're not, you know, if if you're, you're not, you're hungry. Yeah, but no, but also financially, if you're worrying about finances, that's a problem. Yeah, it is a problem, and it's probably one of the biggest. Now, there's some people who glass, gladly drift through life and don't give a shit. And I excuse my French, but that is like a thing. And I, sometimes I slightly admire them, but I think that gives everybody else the responsibility of it. And I don't agree with that. I think yes, yeah, somebody like I think you have to feed the family. That's important, but especially. Like me and you, you've got dependents, you've got boots. I've got a cat. Yeah. yeah. And but you still have to feed your soul. And I think if you if you don't do either of them, it's very difficult to have a properly fulfilled life. It is the it is the right balance. I always well what I always think is, right? Mm. That if you're in a family and you're not worrying about money Then somebody else is. Somebody else is. Yeah. Oh no, not a hundred percent that's happening. Yeah. I tell my kids that all the time. And and like Boots is now, she's on very expensive food. It's this, it's like 30 quid a kilo. Because what happened is, right, I brought her to the vet oh. last year, right, because I okay. thought she's 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 lost a dramatic amount of weight. Oh, okay. Right? I was very worried. And uh, I was just going to say, Boots never looks like skinny, skinny. Well, it's interesting you say that because I brought her in and he said, why are you here? And I said, she's lost a dramatic amount of weight. And he said, your cat's obese. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I see we're on a different page. Yeah, um, yeah apparently I thought, <laughs> I thought are she had lost giver? a lot of, yeah, I am. Are you a treat giver? I am. And we also do, mm. I also do like a you stop this with the cat. You know, like, so I give her a treat. 
And then when I'll give her a treat, I'll keep giving her treats until she's finished. But that's actually not the way to do it. <laughs> Never have children. No, I would. Never I'd have, have children. I'd have really fat kids. Never have but, children. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I see the error in my ways. Okay, okay. Right? I do see the error. Okay, in my okay. Ways. And I said it to the, I said it to the vet. And I was like, oh, but I thought because of all this skin was hanging down, I thought that she'd lost weight and there was like skin hanging down. And he was like, no, no, that's, that. she's fat. fat. Your cat's fat. Um, so I was like, okay, so she's gone on this special, um, special food. And it was interesting because I was telling <laughs> this story to one of my friends. And I was like, and I think I'm really good with feeding her. Like I've always been, I thought careful yeah. with what you fed her and then she sent me back a video of me spoon feeding her creme fraiche and I was like okay fair enough <laughs> <laughs> you made your point <laughs> no I, I get this because we we have come across this in dogs quite a lot but not, now not our dogs weirdly you know sometimes they would winter well because you know they don't yeah I do a bit you know, of they winter, in a, winter. Little bit, a little winter See, that's well. what I do Neve. yeah we all <laughs> winter I well I did, that's what's happened <laughs> What worries I've wintered me. well for a couple of years and I haven't just caught up summer-wise. <laughs> what, what worries me is I'm already well-wintered before coming into the winter. This wouldn't be so tragic if I was all, like at the end of a winter. I'd feel I'd have some scope of getting rid of it. But the, here I am and this winter Coming could be bad summer, for me. Well-wintered. <laughs> well-wintered. My neighbour yeah. next door used to give my dog biscuits over the hedge every Tuesday and Thursday so much so that every Tuesday and Thursday she used to lie at the back door about four o'clock in the afternoon until it was time to give him his dinner over the hedge and then she'd get her biscuits every night and she wouldn't and she'd be raging no other night did she ever do that that was the only two nights she did See, it I think they know like we, we have a yeah, schedule now she has 11s <laughs> so she gets a treat at 11 o'clock in the morning and like if it's five past now she'll come up and shout at you oh I'd she'll say like, I'd say there'd be a little conversation <laughs> about that must be very tying for you all having to do 11s every day it is when we're not there we have to set a, a timer thing to go off and no. just throw it at her yeah no yeah I wouldn't cross her. Like <laughs> No, well, that's fair enough. Cats are big. They, enough. They, I've, cats, I've seen boots. Cats can be vengeance. I know, I know. But yeah, I, I mean, my favourite advice is feed the family, feed the soul. But I have so many things that I kind of got over the years. Like, you know, stop overthinking. Just remind yourself why you do it. Then you have like, do the job in front of you. Decide how much is enough. But they're all based on the same thing. I always yeah. think. They're all based on the same thing. But one of the better ones that I always, I learned very young was... Don't let other people make the decision for you. That's a great one. It is. I have to say, I am somebody, like the other piece of advice that I really got, I remember I wasn't going to buy that apartment that I bought. Oh, it was and so good you did. Mm. was just like, you should buy that. I was like, all right, fair enough. But do you know what that comes from? That thing that you said there, mm. which is I always look to everybody else around me for advice. Yeah, yeah. I always do. And I, I find that if you get into the habit of doing that, you become a bit paralysed. Yeah. You're like, should I do this? I'll ask so-and-so or I'll ask so-and-so. And then when they say, yes, do it, I go, yeah, I'll do it. But I haven't even asked if I want to do it. Yeah, no, the, you do have to be a little bit careful about that. I always think, yes, it's okay to ask advice and get perspectives. But I think at the base of it, most of us know what we want to do. Yeah. We just want someone else to tell us that it's okay. Yeah. And and that's the very true. I mean, but it actually, you are a better person if you can actually tune into what it is that you really want yeah and there are moments where I don't know what I want to do you know and my friends always joke about it the fact that you know if they say pick a walk I go yeah well whatever me too. I know and yeah. I you know I'd nearly let you choose it because I spend a lot of time making choices when it comes to my job I'm like the yeah. boss of what I do for my job 
as are you. Because yeah, you so get, sometimes you just let somebody else do it's it. It's quite nice when other people kind of make those kind of decisions for you. Because I sometimes find that what happens is, right, if I'm mm. in a clothes shop, because I hate buying clothes, <laughs> but if I'm in a clothes shop with my other half and I'll say, oh, what do you think of that shirt? And if he says, no, I don't like it, I'll be annoyed at him. Yeah, because you because do. I, like, I will have said... <laughs> Like I'll have asked him what he thinks of it because I like it. So I want him to say he likes it so I can buy it. But then he goes, no, I don't really like it. And I'm like, I can't believe he doesn't like it. And he says, like, and now I can't buy it. Yeah. And I'm annoyed at him. But he doesn't even realise <laughs> what's going on. Do you ever like, do you ever tell him that you're not? Do you ever display no, that? No, because there's something, some things in a relationship should be a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> so if I don't talk to him for a fortnight, we need to that keep could be mystique. at the nub. We need to keep that the mystique. Like, oh my god, he, he must live his life, his best life every day. I'm not an easy person to get. No, on I have with. a friend like that who falls out with me all the time, but I don't. I'm not aware of it. Like, yeah, you see, that's it. It's amazing. Yeah. So like, I'll, and they I'll get like, more and more what angry. What do you think of that shirt? And he'll, I go, oh, I'm not really, uh, I'm not really into it. And then twenty minutes later, uh, he'll say, "Do you want to go for lunch?" And I'll say, "No, I don't." <laughs> and he'll have no idea how I got from A to B. <laughs> That's how long the, have you been together? That's the mystery. How of being long have you been me. together? About ten years. Okay, he always, he knows. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I always know. I, I can just see I can see it building a hair beside me and I'm yeah. going, oh. Okay. I just keep, I like I like to keep things fresh and interesting. And, and you know what he's doing? He's filing under that, filing that under. I'm not going to deal with that unless he puts it right in my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he's going, I'm not borrowing that trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you know what? It probably goes away on its own. Fair play. Yeah. Fair I'm, play to him. You have to admire the man. There you, you go. You have to admire There him. you go. I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Attention Agony Rants listeners, I am going to be going on tour later on in the year and early next year with my show Glamour Hammer and I will be going all around Ireland and the UK. The dates on sale at the moment are Port Leash, Dundalk, Limerick, which is sold out, Galway, Belfast, Clonakilty, Waterford, Wexford, Sligo, Cork, uh, I'll be at the Everyman in January. Uh, my Liberty Hall shows are sold out, but we've just put on a Vicker Street, which is very much not sold out. So, <laughs> not just yet. So come along, we'd love to see you there. How do I get tickets, Garlic? You can get tickets, Neve, by asking me. I know. <laughs> but all of those other people, they can buy them on GarofFairly.com. <laughs> Did you know that you can become a member of Headstuff Plus and that money goes right to us? Yeah, because you may or may not know this, but for the last... 40 odd shows that we've done we have done that just on our own bat there is not a penny that has changed hands which nope. I believe nope. but if you would like to support us to help keep the show going mm-hmm. um, you probably should don't take that as the threat that it's saying. no it isn't because we're you know, <laughs> we do love doing it there's no way we're um, going to give this up no but uh, <laughs> if, you, if you would like to support the show and you would like to show your appreciation yes. for the show it would be um, wonderful you can pledge as little as five euro a month and in return for that you will get bonus content from us yes you and do. there is a very funny bonus episode that's just gone out <laughs> and you will also get access to the bonus content of all of the other shows and yeah, that stuff because there's a good variety of shows actually on and yeah there's piles of shows they're all recorded at the Headstuff Studios. Yeah, in, in McGuinness Place. It's, it's brilliant. It's the podcast studio. And actually, they're running a night on the Culture Night, which is really fantastic. I'm very excited about this because what they're doing is you can come in and record a five-minute podcast yourself. How exciting yeah, is that? So you can book in yeah. uh, and you can come in, you can look at the studios. It was Westland Studios before that. It was. So uh, there's like a great history about all the songs and the music that was recorded here. Yeah. Uh, and the, all that will be on display at the night. You'll be able to meet some of the podcasters. Yeah, I'll um, be here briefly, probably in the evening. Neve will be here. Very late. I won't be here. Not no, because for me. he has more, no, you know, he has things to be doing. No, unless um, there's a fee, 
I'm not showing up. I made it very clear. I made it very clear. Yeah, but, you know, that's on the 23rd of September. Yeah. And, you know, it would be fun. And there'll be lots of things happening around town. So you could drop in and see what's happening here and then go and see something else if you want. And it's important that you book. If yeah. you want to oh, come in. If you want to do the podcasting you, you, thing, you need book to book. In. Uh, yeah. I think it's free. But anyway, so yeah, so, it's, it'll be very exciting. I'm very Yeah, come along. It's going to be a really good night. We asked you uh, what the best piece of advice you ever got was. Okay. And loads, loads of people got in touch. Oh my God, like, like this, this page was pages. Stuff. We definitely hit a um, nerve. <laughs> uh, Lorraine, this is a good one. The okay. only person you can change is yourself. Oh, that's very That is zen. good, isn't it? Yeah, I like yeah. that one. Now, the thing about it is, right, nobody believes that. That's the problem with that. That's something that everybody knows, but nobody believes. You yeah, know, that's, uh, do you know what that is? That's the sort of thing that you read and you say, that's very good. But inside you go, what? I'm going to change him. What? What? I'm going to pinch. I'm going to change him. Of course I can change him. People that can't change somebody are quitters. <laughs> <laughs> They're people that gave up. Not me. <laughs> I love this one from Catherine. It says, people are not thinking about you as much as you think they are. I love that one. That's a great one. That is, a, that is so true. Do you know what I will say as well? I think the majority of people even are not thinking about what you think they're thinking no, about. No, no. Even if they're thinking about you. No, no. They're not thinking about the thing that you think they're thinking about. <laughs> That's very complicated. I know it's but, very complicated. But, but it I, is true. It is true. Actually, it's do, true. You know, do you know what it is, right? Somebody said to me, one of the kids said to me one day, he says, you know, I, I really worry about this thing and, you know, whatever. And they're looking at me like this and I'm going, so you're worrying about the fact that they're looking at you and you're worried about how they're looking at you. Yeah. I said, so what do you think they're thinking? And he says, well, you know, I said, well, the chances are they're worrying about what you're looking at them thinking. Yeah, exactly. Said, it's a two-way street. They're exactly the same as you. People worry about the same thing. So if you're spending your time worrying about what other people are thinking about you, that's what they're doing nine times out of ten. Yeah. You know, so I think that's a great piece of advice. Like whenever I think of my friends, I don't actually think about them as people. You don't think of I, me as a no, person? No, but I always think, like when I think of them, I always think like, oh, aren't they great? Yeah, no, I agree with this. I absolutely agree with this 100%. It might be just the way I'm wired, but I don't sit thinking, you know, what that old cow hasn't rung me or this, that, and the other. Yeah, or whatever. yeah. That's not how I operate. I'm just so glad I, to see people. Yeah, I always, and I always think, I think the majority of people uh, think that like that as well. Yeah. But I just think that the problem comes that none of us say it. No. You never tell your friends that it's, they're it, right. It seems like, no, you're right. Well, we tell each you're other all the right, time. Neve. I, th- I think you know. I think you're amazing. I tell you all the time. You do. I do. To be fair, yeah, I do. Oh. I do because that's just you know because you are. I mean, I'm only stating a fact. Like ah. the day, the day that I kind of just go, yeah, that's good. Then you know, <laughs> <laughs> coming back at in an interval, going, how do you think it's going? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never lie to you, Grode. I'll never lie to you. Please do. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I'll never be harsh, but I'll never lie to you. Um, <laughs> okay. Ross says, calm your tits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ross. That is great advice. <laughs> that is, that is, that is. Take it easy. Don't be stressing yourself. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> the thing about it is we're our own worst enemies, like, because you just work yourself into an absolute mess about it. I, like, I have to say now, I work myself into... Frenzies. Frenzies about stuff. Like, last week now, I was bananas about something. Were you? Yeah. Because I was asked to do something. I was like, I should do that. 
Okay. But I was just like, but I'm not doing it. I'm absolutely not doing it. And but why? I didn't feel like I could say no. Why did you not want to do it? Because I didn't want to do it. Okay. I just but didn't you, think it was a good idea. But you did it anyway. No, I didn't do it. <sighs> I'm so but it took me ages. I was I know, like, I know. And they were like, will you have a phone call? I was like, no, I won't have a phone call about it. Oh. I'm not doing it. Okay. Enough is enough. This is. But it, you see, if I'd been able to do that within 10 minutes, it, it wouldn't have reached that level. I wouldn't have had four days of. No, you see, I find if I can say no straight away, I'm fine. But as soon as. I prevaricate at all. I nearly feel obliged to do it. I know that's it. Yeah, as soon as and it's, it's so wrong. Yeah, it's so and wrong. And it feels like if you've if you've even I've got better, but I used to be terrible. Oh, I used to say yes awful. all the time. It's the worst feeling in the world because it, it is. You feel like you're just letting people down. But yeah, I think yeah, calm your tits. Yeah, it's brilliant advice. I think I'm gonna get that tattooed on my arm. Nice, maybe somewhere not so obvious. Um, JD Hunter says if you build to every man's advice. You'll have a crooked house. Wow. That's very good. That is very good. That's very profound. That is definitely a sampler one. Yeah, because that is true. Like if you, if you, if all you do is ask people's opinions and then try to do what they do. Yeah, no, too many people, too many, too many, too cooks, many cooks and all that. Yeah. But actually it is true for it. It goes back to what we were saying. You need to, kind of, I think you nearly always know what it is you should be doing. You just need to I'll tell you it. what also happens in that situation is if you're somebody that goes around asking people's advice all the time, yeah. The people that you ask are just like, they'll tell you what you want to hear. Like, they're not actually giving you advice. They're just giving you, <laughs> they're just saying something to you to make the conversation end. Um, uh, it's no, it's, because you know when somebody wants advice. Yeah, they don't really want it. They don't want advice. Because when somebody asks for advice, I, I, I can always tell what they want me to say. Yeah, I know. Because we're good at reading people. You know, like if somebody comes up and goes, do you think I should do this? Because like they want blah, 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 blah. And this is blah, blah, blah. You kind of go, he clearly doesn't want to do this. Yeah, I know. So I'm going to tell so him say, not to. tell him not to. Yeah. But you're only reaffirming, which is what they want. Yes. Yeah. So you're actually. But Agony Rants, listeners, we should all learn to stand on our own two we feet. We do. We do. We give you good advice. We don't gauge whether you want the good I advice. I know. Yeah. But we're, to be fair, namely, we're a lawsuit waiting to happen. Like we're literally one pe- one bad piece of advice away from <laughs> financial ruin. <laughs> yeah, we have no insurance for that. We've no insurance. We've not qualified. We, no we, we should put in that qualifier every time we are in no way yeah. qualified for I this. I mean, if you follow our advice, it's at your own peril. I know. Well, here's uh, Jackie has a great one here. Without sounding cliche, grow up and find your own inner peace. Don't. Being a mum don't. What is that? Being, oh yeah, this continues. Uh, being a mum, don't be a judge, Judy, I think was the end of that. Oh, right, okay, the, the, on the other page. All oh, right, oh, yeah, I see that. I like the idea of getting your own inner peace. That's a really good thing. But I mean, more importantly, grow up and take uh, take responsibility for your... Con- I mean, things won't always go right and you won't always make the right decision. But my feeling is there's always a lesson in that and that sounds a bit airy-fairy. But I would say to, to the lads, you know, as long as you can stand up and say... I know what I did wrong there. Then, uh, you know, uh, you can move on from stuff. The problem yeah. is, the problem is, you just, if you let other people make those decisions or if you don't kind of find your own way, the problem is you blame other people forever and then you never get over it. Do you know what is a great piece of advice? Oh, what? Can I come back to you on that? It's a great phrase. Okay. Somebody said that to me recently and I thought, that's a great idea. Can I come back to you on that? Yeah. Like the idea of like anytime anyone asks you for something or even asks you for for yeah. to, to weigh in on something. Yeah, let me think about that. Just be that. able to say, can I think about that? Just yeah. give me a, a day on that. No, that is a good one, actually. I like that. 
Because I think what happens is so much of this stress is created from you feeling like you need an immediate response to absolutely everything that happens. Yeah, well, especially now. Megan says, pull the sickies. You're just another name on the payroll list. They'll cope for a day or two. Oh, my God. Absolutely right. She also says, don't sweat the small stuff. No, I think she's just reading these off Instagram. Yeah, I think. Uh, (laughs) The days days are long, but life is short. Feel that I think she's had to drink. (laughs) (laughs) Feel the beer and do it anyway. You you basically used up everybody's piece of advice. Yeah, I think she just went. (laughs) They're bound to use at least one of these. I like the pull the sickies one. You know, the thing is, we do tend to feel like totally responsible for the entire world. Completely. I know it's like, you know, it's an obvious thing to say, but if you're hit by a bus, life goes on. It will. As in, there's a contingency plan. Oh, yeah. Remembering. The truth of it is, though, it's very difficult for us to bring in sick. (laughs) When you're on the poster, it's quite difficult. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. We don't have have the same contingency. I mean, we seem to have a lot of freedom in some ways, but it's quite difficult. I have to say, though, I I don't think I've ever ever had to pull something Twice in my whole life. Twice. I think one. one because I physically couldn't work. And the other one was I was really sick. I was really sick. I have to be really sick. I have to be dying and have no voice or whatever. Like an, to get an hour and a half out of me, like a couple of Baraka. I can can get you, kick you through. Chunky kick out and a banana. <laughs> All at the same time. Is that like I a remember, smoothie? I remember somebody saying that to me. Is that like a like smoothie? A chunky kick cat, a banana and a can of Coke. It's, oh, it's great, like, okay, I'm ready I'm in now. the room. Yeah. There's yeah, very, no. Like, there's very little that I can't do after that, no matter how wrecked I am. Yeah. Max says, the less you care, the stronger you are. Not sure about Unless that. Unless you're a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so sure about that one. I don't know, less, caring less makes you stronger, but it definitely means that you're probably less affected. That's a different thing. Yeah. Sarah and Keith says, the best, hey, the best piece of advice ever <laughs> given. Well, I was the giver of the advice and if it was listens to, I would not have got this amazing photograph and the best laugh ever. So while out walking with my best friend, who you just might know, <laughs> we came across a swampy ditch thing to which I said, there is no way you're sm- with your small legs you're going to jump across that red rag to a ball, I can imagine. <laughs> she said no words to me. She just looked and went for it. I've enclosed the photograph. Just so you know, I did actually give her the best advice and she chose not to listen. And the photograph is of Neve. <laughs> <laughs> Up to her chest in swamp. In bog water, basically. I went bog <laughs> swimming. Uh, you, you put a dare in front of me. I've discussed this before. And she dare, she practically dared me to jump that. She said, you'll never make it. <laughs> and then I felt I, I obliged. It was good advice, but the way she delivered it was more of a dare. I know. She knew you know when somebody, you'll never do that. Yeah, she knew what she was doing. She knew exactly what she was doing. So. Um, we have a problem. Oh, I love problems. Yeah, we've got a problem. And if you have a problem and you would like our sage, heartfelt mm-hmm. advice, uh, you can contact us at agonyrants at gmail.com. We always love to hear you. Okay, I'm going to Hear this. from you. You read this. Okay, so, dear Groden Neve, I can't believe I have a problem for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have been listening since the beginning and I trust your advice. I love Neve's calm, measured approach. Thank you very much, Val. And I also like how Garode will burn down the neighborhood if he has to. Here to help. <laughs> I've been married for eight years and we have two children. Our events business collapsed with COVID. Well, 
I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, it was a very stressful time. Oh. Uh, my husband has thankfully found a very good job and I had expected that I would return to work too. However, I didn't go looking for a job. I have been happy to coast along for a while as COVID was a stressful time. Our business had been doing well before COVID and I know that I could set it up again and would probably do well, but there is something holding me back. I always considered myself a career woman and a go-getter, but I'm really enjoying the time off and I'm toying with the idea of just not going back to work. Financially, it would be okay, but I'm concerned I might regret it. I'm only now... I've only now realized how much I like being around my children. <laughs> we do, shit, stop laughing, you. We don't. Yeah, they're a bit shit. In <laughs> we don't have childminders to pay and I'm really enjoying being around my kids. I feel like I would love to take a couple of years off and just do what we're doing now. But there is a voice in my head saying that I'm taking a big risk, that I'll never be able to get back to where I was if I take an extended break and that I won't have the confidence to get back into it. As it stands, I'm happy enough to be at home, but I know it looks like I'm giving up everything to just sit at home and do nothing. But at the moment, I'm happier than I've ever been. Have you any tips or sage advice? Nothing for you to set fire to grow, but all thoughts are greatly appreciated. Thanks, Val. There's there's an air of sarcasm around that last paragraph that I take exception (laughs) to, but look... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm not going to let that influence my advice on this matter. All right then, come on, grow. Tell me what you're. Look, I think, I think she's doing what everybody does, and that is she's having a bit of a, like a midlife. Well, she's at a crossroads. Yeah, she's at a crossroads. Uh, maybe don't say midlife. Just you know, because yeah. we don't know where she is. But you're right. It is a crossroads moment, isn't it? Yeah, and she's kind of wondering, it, and she's not worried. She's not worried about what she is going to do at this crossroads. She's worried about what she might regret. Yeah. And that's, like, that's terrible. Like, because you can never provide for a regret. No. I remember somebody telling me that and I thought, you're actually right. Like, you can never, you can never try to project what what you could potentially regret in the future. Yeah. Because you don't know what way you're going to feel in the future. No. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, I don't think anybody said, oh, I really regret taking all that time off. No, and I'll tell you another thing they don't regret. They don't regret spending that time with their kids. Yeah, you're right, because you only get that once. Uh, yeah, that comes and goes. Other stuff, you know, I have a, a very unique perspective here because obviously I had my children and I was traveling an awful lot before I had the kids. I made decisions that meant I was home more and I still kept my job up, but I modified what I was doing in order to be the one to lift them from school and do as much as possible. And I really enjoyed it, but I must admit... I was glad I kept some of myself separate. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I think there's two things going on here. Okay. I think the first thing is the when you run something very successfully for a long period of time and then suddenly it stops, you are hurt about that. It hurts you in a way that you don't know is happening. Yeah. You know, and I don't mean that you were responsible for or you feel responsible because obviously what happened in COVID, there was nothing you could do about no. that. Absolutely nothing. But there is that moment of you feel wounded a little bit by that situation and you've lost yourself a little bit in that. But actually, it's not. You've discovered new things and you've put your energy into another thing and you're enjoying being around the kids. Because I would imagine if you were running a successful event business, both you and your husband, that would have taken a lot of your focus. And you were probably still you're probably still parenting brilliantly. But now that you're kind of 
being able to focus a little bit more on that side. It's really nice, you know, to kind of keep going with that. So um, I personally think there's absolutely nothing wrong with you not taking that events business up. But perhaps there are ways for you to maybe do something. Uh, it doesn't have to be work, you see. This is the point. Yeah. It has to be something that keeps something of yourself in there because it's good for your kids to do that. But I don't I don't think you'll ever regret taking time off to be at home with your kids. Because I, I think you already know that. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't care what other people think. I also think that what she what's important for this is she mm-hmm. should get it straight in her head yeah. as to why she's doing this. Yeah. Because I think what I think what's gone through her head is she could take time off to be with her kids. But there's also this niggling thing that am I just not going back to work because maybe I'm losing confidence, I've been away for for yeah. a while I think you have to be really clear that yeah. if you're taking time off it's why you're doing it but the other thing is maybe you don't have to go full tilt like you were before I mean I yeah. think that's the thing I think you know um, it's okay to take time off you know it is yeah. I, and believe me I had to ease myself back into the big stuff afterwards because yeah, I, lo- yeah. I did lose a little confidence I'm not going to lie you know it's a kind of well I mean but, taking time out from a career yeah. like like we'd be lying if we said it, do, like that, it doesn't have an impact because it does. It does, but it does. It's not always negative. No, but it, but it does. Like like you're saying there, it does take time to get back in. It does, but uh, you know what you do is you do small things to bring you back into the space. If if that's what you want, it may not be where you want to go. You know. Th- yeah. There's no rule that says you have to be doing anything, and if your husband and you decide that you both are happy with the situation, you can find your challenges elsewhere. You know, you could. Just scale a mountain now. Yeah, no, no, totally. You know what I'm like about this. Yeah. It's like I'm like, preach from this pulpit. <laughs> you know, the thing is, it's most important to really understand why you're taking this time off. And yeah. if you are okay with it, to hell with the rest of them. You know, Yeah, exactly. To I hell with I it. certainly wouldn't be wondering about people who are kind of going, oh, what are you doing? There is, there is and a also, problem. Like, the other thing as well is her own perception of this is slightly off. Yeah. Because uh, wasn't there a line there where she said something about um, uh, yeah uh, but I know it looks like I'm giving up everything to just sit at home and do nothing. But Would I you, mean you're not doing nothing. No like, you're I mean, it's, it's not do, you're never not doing nothing when you have kids. Yeah you know, exactly. You're always like, there's stuff. always something to do. You know and, and the, the, the truth of the matter is you know there it is good to build into that situation that you have your own space doing other things. It doesn't have to be, you know, work. But there could be other ways. And the reason I say that is because before you know it, your children will need to be going doing their own thing and you can't be just totally wrapped up in them. But I don't yeah. I don't think you're that kind of person. And maybe it could be that even if there was, say, one thing that you mm. did each year. Like if, say there was one event you wanted to do, like yeah. you could run a comedy festival. Or, yes, you could. No, I'd have to that see That would involve con- some singing. I'd have to see a contract. I'd okay. have to see a contract. Well, I couldn't commit. Naturally. naturally. <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? Like there could be one thing that would. Yeah. I, th- I think there's so many ways to approach this, but I think you have to put to bed the fact that, you know, just because you decided you enjoy spending time with your kids and has made life simpler for you and your husband and your children, you're more enriched as people doing that. There's, you know, if you're financially stable, why, why would you, why, why would you? Yeah, of course. Bad? There'll be time enough for you to get back to anything. You may not go to the same level as you were before, but you might actually be more, there might be more quality to what you do and you might be happy about that. You just don't know, Val. I really wouldn't be sitting here tra- traumatized about this. No, I no, think, no. And I think, I think she does. Uh, yeah. I'm just trying to find uh, the one that 
was sent to us. Mm-hmm. Where is it? Oh, yeah. People are not thinking about you as much as you think they are. Like, that's exactly what it is. Oh, yeah. Because I think she knows what she wants to do, but her problem is what other people will think and how she's going to present this to people when they ask the question. Listen, but it's this, just this happens all the time to me. People ask me, well, what are you doing now? You know, and I know. Yeah, I do. It's the first every, thing. Every, every, week, every week you start the podcast. What so are you doing now? Yeah. You know, everybody <laughs> asks each other, especially in our industry, what are you doing now? And you feel yeah. you have to validate that every single time. Yeah. The truth is how you tell people what you're doing d- decides for them, you know. Exactly. It decides for them. So what I would, what I said back then was I've, I made a decision to be closer to my kids because I really love that part. But I did keep singing. And I don't ever, yeah, yeah. I don't ever make apologies for what I have decided to do. I decide how right. I feel about that. And it, it, this is about expectations. Yeah, of course. It's, it's about perspective here. So actually, Val, you have to stop worrying about what other people think because quite frankly, it doesn't matter. You have run a successful events management. Yeah, you and have done it. to do it again. You, you can do it anytime you want. And yes, it might take a little time or effort and maybe it won't be the heady heights that you were in before. But who the hell cares? Yeah, who the hell cares if it's putting money on the table? You know, I'm, you know and, I'm 54, I'm coming up 55 and I feel very strongly that, you know, there are waves of work and waves of things that come in and waves of challenges. And as long as you're embracing that and going with it as the ebb and flow of life, that is the way forward. Um, Oh, that's very like, deep. Very deep. Very deep. Sorry, fire. I'm right. It's hit me here, Val. It's but hit me here. I definitely think that you make a good point that have a very clear definitive answer. Yeah. When somebody asks you what you're doing, because that's the that's the Achilles heel that you have here, because this that's the thing that's bothering yeah, you. Yeah. So you, you, if, if I, I can just say, see you. I can just see you already apologising. Yeah, the kids need me, so I'm, I'm taking a bit of time with the kids. Or that's a perfect answer. Or or, or fuck off, Elaine. It's none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm going to come over there and burn your house no no but but you know here's the funny thing right you know it's it's about how you approach it what are you it, doing Elaine all your kids are on drugs <laughs> you know I, I kind of feel you know I would be going oh during COVID I really realised how much I enjoy being around the kids and luckily because we've been so successful before I can take my time now and enjoy this and I'm going to still do I'll maybe come back to it when I'm ready yeah. I would be totally being from the positive side and then once you do then you start to believe it and then it's a lot easier but honestly Val there's a, I think it's amazing that you're going to get to do this you know really yeah it's nice because it, like it sounds like um, she yeah. was somebody that was a go-getter and that yeah. the pandemic was a real reset for her and I think it's a good thing and it doesn't make you any less of a go-getter I think what it does is it gives you freedom to regroup and actually enjoy a new challenge which is raising your kids and yeah. then you'll find new things in that you know, believe me, the parents association will have you involved in everything. <laughs> I'd say, yeah, that's the thing now. I'd say oh. they'll be back to school. She'll be into the Christmas. Oh, no, it'll be, like, she'll be running it. By the January sales now. Like she'll be, be straight she'll, in. She'll be looking at premises to set up again. Uh-huh. <laughs> enough is enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, listen, best of luck, Val. Yeah, and let us know how you get on. But honestly, we wish you the very best of luck, whatever you're doing. Look at us dealing out advice, just I like, 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 just like we're in any way qualified. Just meddling. No business. We've no business meddling in any of this. <laughs> but... I, I think we were I think we were pretty solid on that. Yeah, I think so. I think we both felt fairly strong about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, Val. Well. And um you know, I'm glad you came to a point where you felt you could ask us. Yeah. Thanks. Which I can only imagine. She could hardly believe it. Very low point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we hope we helped. Oh, thanks. Uh, if you have a problem and you'd like to get in touch and uh, maybe get some advice for yourself, you can contact us at agonyrants at gmail.com or 
Neat Calvin 93 on Instagram or Geralt Farley on Instagram. Uh, yeah, follow ups, problems. Yeah. Definitely uh, follow ups. We should do a follow up one for the next one. Yeah, we've actually. got some follow ups now. I'll take them out. Yeah, it's lovely to be back, Neve. Yeah. Episode two of the new season. We have news about bonus content and stuff that yeah. will all be coming soon. Yeah. We have to we sit down with the powers that be here at Headstuff. And uh-huh. um, and yeah, we have some exciting news. But it's all coming soon. So we'll see you soon. See you soon. Take care. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today.